Welcome back to the Profit Your Knowledge podcast. Today's guest is Christy Holt. She is a self-proclaimed happiness hussy adventure guide and podcast host of the podcast Create Your Happy. Uh, she's also an international best-selling author of the book Unstuck for Women, which you can pick up on Amazon, just FYI. Uh, but really, Christy just loves to show people how to get out of survival mode so that they can consciously create the happy life relationships and impact that they really want. And this is so big for us, you know, wanting to grow as an entrepreneur. I want you to enjoy the work that you do, but also everything else in your life, like your, your health and the relationships you surround yourself with. So we're gonna talk a lot about boundaries today. And, um, also just get a little inside scoop onto Christy's experience with entrepreneurship as a relationship coach. How you doing today, Christy? I am doing amazing today. I am in that we're currently recording in what I call the week between, which is the time between the holidays, between Christmas and between New Year's where nobody knows what day it is or what time it is. But I have been looking forward to this because I have been in max relax mode. And so really excited to share a deep and meaningful conversation and something that's just going to inspire some other people. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. It's just so many people out too right now. It's crazy. It's like a like a war zone in parking lots. I'm like, I just need to get some some groceries. Yeah, <laughs> I'm staying home. Grocery de- grocery delivery for the win. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, cool. Well, let's let's dive into this. So I'd love just to hear a bit about you, Christy. Um, what made you decide to one become an entrepreneur? Because that is not the common path that we are taught growing up. And how did you eventually get into what you're doing today? Well, you know, my first foray into the entrepreneurial world actually happened when I was 14 and I became a piano teacher. That was my very first business and my very first step into entrepreneurism. And, you know, I still actually teach piano today. So I'm still 30 years strong in this business now. But I also then went to university, became a professional accountant. I have a business degree. So, of course, I took courses like business accounting, tax, um, marketing, and I also took some personal interest courses, which will make sense once you get to know a little bit about why I am the way I am. Uh, I love taking psychology, sociology, criminology. I just love learning about how humans work. And we're not taught all of this stuff in school. And I think it's doing humanity as a whole a bit of a disservice to not know the basic functionings of how humans work from an emotional, psychological, whole human, mind, body, soul, spirit perspective. And that's what I hope to share with people. Yeah. How did you, um, I, I like the story too, of just, yeah, we're not really taught we're not taught a lot of things in school. A lot missing. Entrepreneurship, but even just like relationship guidance, like we're, we're expected oh, yeah. to learn from our parents and our parents don't even know what they're doing half the time, uh, you know? So it, it's not just, their fault either. Like right. we're just the blind leading the blind and you don't know what you don't know, right? We're, we're I, I operate under the assumption that everyone's doing the best that they can with the resources and understanding that they have. And of mm-hmm. course, as Maya Angelou says, when you know better, you can then do better. And so when we don't have the information, we just simply don't know what we're unaware of. And so awareness is such a crucial first step. Now, I didn't really fully answer your question, I suppose, about how I got into this business. So let me just say that not that long ago, less than a decade ago, I was in a very unhappy relationship. 
And I had started a coaching business as a health coach. And I got my start as a fitness and nutrition coach. I was doing in-person and online and my marriage was falling apart. And so over the, the last seven or eight years, which have been a, a wild adventure, one that I'm absolutely here for, I have made the transition away from just focusing on the health piece, which to me was focusing just on the body, which is yes, very, very important. However, I felt that there was so much more to it that our mind, our mindsets, our beliefs, and all of the things that are running in the background are crucially also very important, as well as the relationships that we have with other people, but most importantly, the relationship that we have with ourselves. And so what I discovered, you know, by way of looking back on my own experience, by talking with other people, with clients that I've had through various programs and offerings is that that, that foundational relationship that we have with ourselves is everything. It is the as within, so without. It is the creative mechanism behind creating the experiences that we're having outside of ourselves with other people or with things or with the world at large. And so if we can really build a strong foundational relationship with self, one that is built on unconditional love and acceptance, the world is going to completely transform itself right in front of you as if by magic. Mm, I love that. Was there, was there a book that you read or a mentor that you came across or what was it that was kind of that catalyst for being like, this uh, is what I want to make a transition to. I'm going to have to give you like three that come to mind because they all had very crucial kind of pivots that were associated. Number one, a book I read quite a long time ago, the compound effect by Darren Hardy really made me realize the value of small actions, right? Those baby steps. And so often what we can do is we can think, I need to know the big picture. I need to know all of the steps and then I can get started so that, you know, and we do this as a self-protective mechanism. I won't fail if I know exactly what I'm doing before I start. But this is also a problem because it's most often a non-starter. And so we get stuck in analysis paralysis, not doing the thing. So it's just such a game changer to look at things as one baby step at a time and as an adventure, because it's about the journey, not the end destination. And so those baby steps can keep us propelled moving forward and give us the momentum and the motivation that we need to continue, even when things very often don't look like we want them to along the way. The second book I'm going to mention is, uh, I'm going to just say Eckhart Tolle in general, because his work, The Power of Now, it was just like, reading truth uh, from my own my own being. I was just resonating so strongly with everything that he suggested. And essentially, I'll share the key thing here for anybody who hasn't read it. I mean, definitely go out and read it. It's really about creating harmony and being in this now moment because this is all the only moment we have is here now. And so the more we can be focused on being present, the more we can experience the things that we desire to experience. And we often just sidestep it by thinking into the past or into the future and not actually being here and now. And the final book that I want to share, and I could probably go on for a long, long time, uh, but anything by Kristen Neff, her work on uh, self-compassion has been really transformative for me. I do believe we have lived in a world that has taught us that vulnerability is weakness and that guilt and shame are good motivators. And I call bullshit on all of that. And actually I invite you all to try on today. And this doesn't mean you have to take everything that I'm saying and believe it to be truth. It just means that you 
step into the idea that it could be true and just take a look at what that might mean for you in your life. So try on self-compassion. So instead of beating yourself up, maybe remember that you are human too and that you are imperfect. Nobody is perfect, right? We're all, again, doing the best that we can. So if you can just give yourself that same level of compassion that you would give to someone else when they made a mistake, you are going to be, first of all, uh, less likely to be stuck in survival mode thinking, which doesn't serve you in your highest because your, your brain actually kind of goes into like this, like power save mode where it's about efficiency, not creativity. And so that's not a good place to be solving problems from. So if you give yourself this compassion, now you can just sit in this, this now moment armed with the full capabilities of your incredible machine, the mind that you have, the ego that you have driving the bus and bring all of those things on board to use them for your good instead of allowing them just to run on autopilot based on whatever happened in the past, whatever beliefs you may have picked up along the way, most of them completely unknowingly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy thing. When yeah. you, um, when you really dove into this side of your work from making this transition, the reason I asked you those questions is because I used to be a general kind of life coach when I first started and then I moved to productivity. And then that's where I learned about like digital products and got better at entrepreneurship and passive income. And I was like, whoa. And then my clients were like, can you help me with that? And then yeah. that was, you know, it was also just a, a conversation I had with myself of like, I don't want to just be the productivity guy and just talk about this stuff. I still do because it still applies, but now it's all towards entrepreneurship and a bigger purpose and mission that people have, which is to live like a meaningful and fulfilling life ultimately. Yeah. And um, that's where I made another niche swap. So it's like, it's just interesting to hear when people are like, yeah, I was this. And then I switch over to this because yeah. I feel like so many people when they're starting out and I know this to be true is that they think they have to get it right from the beginning. Yeah. And I, I talk to so many experts on this podcast and just in general who are like, oh yeah, I've changed my niche multiple times. And then you see someone who's like considering doing it. They're like, but I have to get it perfect. It's like, no, you don't just no. start. That's like the most important thing those baby steps, right? It's again, that analysis paralysis. And of course, you know, people will look at it maybe as self-sabotage. I see it as self-preservation because actually you're just protecting yourself from disappointment or whatever you perceive as the result of this so-called failure. And I'll invite you to try on a small shift around failure too, because failure is actually just information. And it actually is part of the necessary process of success. So how can you have success without failure? You have to find out what does and doesn't work for you. You have to develop those skills. 10,000 hours, they say. That's gonna involve a lot of mistakes. So the sooner you can get on board with embracing those mistakes and you know perceived weaknesses within yourself, the more on your way you will be to creating something that feels really good to you. Like your business, your life, your relationships should feel so good to you that you wake up in the morning, just like pumped for the day. And I realized that that might be, you know, feel like a really big stretch for a lot of people. And if that's you today, that's okay. Like it's okay to be human wherever you're at, but as long as you're setting your intention on moving towards the things that you want and are actually taking even baby steps, you will get closer and closer and closer. And you don't have to worry about all of the details. You don't have to worry about being perfect. You don't have to worry about finding the right path. There really is no wrong path, right? It's all just learning and growth and finding your way 
And this is ultimately a journey about living a life that feels authentic to you. This is where the boundaries come in. This is where the people pleasing comes in. This is ultimately a permission, per permission slip to show up as yourself. Because in fact, the only way that you can experience unconditional love and acceptance from other people is when you know what it feels like first within yourself. And so really doing that work, building that relationship with yourself and then going out into the world, letting, you know, I, I always like to say, letting your mess become transformed into your message. Now the mess didn't go anywhere. It didn't you didn't erase it from happening. My, my messy marriage and divorce, it didn't like, it didn't just poof. I decided it doesn't exist anymore. It doesn't exist because actually I am incredibly grateful for all of that mess because it shaped who I am. It gave me so much more wisdom and understanding. It helped me to truly find myself, you know, going from a time in that relationship where I, I lovingly refer to it as suffering as just a momitis. I was a mom and everybody just knew me as, you know, my kid's mom. And I started to wonder, like, who am I? Who am I really outside of this? Who am I outside of the labels of wife and mother and, you know, coach and whatever else? Who am I? And when I started to answer some of those questions, some of the actions that I needed to take became so much more clear. And I think oftentimes we're like waiting for clarity to slap us upside the face while we're sitting back. And that's not how that works. We've got to do the things. We've got to try the things. We've got to communicate. We've got to explore. And this is how we will gather the information required so that we can live a life that is authentically ourselves. We can be unapologetically fully expressed and we can build businesses and create impact and leave legacy that actually really feels aligned and exciting for us. And that that is the goal in entrepreneurship because a vast majority of entrepreneur entrepreneurs give up far too soon. And it's not a, you, you can't start something. I mean, I guess maybe some people have, but most of the time the, the big success follows a long period of a lot of mistakes, a lot of quote unquote failures, a lot of learning, discovery, building wisdom, growing, embodying that it takes time here on this, on this human, you know, in this human meat suit, it takes time for our bodies to catch up sometimes with our minds. And uh, ultimately you can take whatever mess you're in, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment and create a message. You can share that with other people without a doubt. Someone out there needs the exact wisdom that you've gained from going through that awful, awful, horrible, challenging growing and evolving sort of experience that you had. And, you know, why, why wouldn't you want to share that? Right. And being authentically yourself is ultimately the best permission slip, not just for you, but for everyone around you, it invites everyone to be real. And that's the way that we can experience true, deep, meaningful connections with people. Yeah. I love that. And it's so true. Um, <laughs> just you talking about how people quit too soon. It's the whole three feet from gold thing. Um, <clears throat> I've had, yeah, you know, I've been with my girlfriend for coming up on five years now, August, which we met August 6th. And we just count that as like our anniversary. Cause we were both sold. We were like, this is my person. Yeah. And, uh, her birthday's August 14th. Mine's August 15th. Oh, wow. So it's just like everything is right there yeah. in August, which is cool. We love it. But, um, I've been with her for a handful of years and I've been through many ups and downs over the years in my business. And, uh, there was one point I was having a really low point years ago with, um, 
just bad things happening. I made a YouTube video about like, uh, I messed up or like, uh, I forgot what the title was, but I just, I'm like, I messed up big time. And, um, <clears throat> that time was when my girlfriend's mom was like, are you sure you want to keep doing this? You know? And she's amazing. Jody. She's like, like, I mean, looking at options, it's like, you could stop doing this. And I was like, Nope, I'm in. And they're like, you're just crazy, dude. Like you're yeah. going to keep doing it. And then, uh, I, you know, ended up seeing success and was making more consistent income. And like now, and then like getting to where, uh, the rent was paid on autopilot and I'm like being more successful. We were just hanging out for uh, Christmas over the holidays this past week. And, uh, she came up to me, Jody, and she was like, I just want to say like, I'm so proud of you for staying in it because like you could have quit, but you didn't. And now look at you. I mean, and people mean well, I believe when they say things like that, they're trying to protect you. They're trying to, you know, well, ultimately they're trying to, <laughs> they're trying to soothe themselves and their own worry maybe about what that might mean. But you're right. Like if we give up too soon, we will never see the, the fruit of the seeds that were planted. And I know that's really hard while you're sitting in it. Oh my gosh, I know how hard it is to sit in it and be like, where, where is it? What's happening? But I think another really important thing to keep in mind, something that has been really, really crucial for me is to build your business in a way from the, from the outset that is sustainable, that does align with you because you can, you can build all kinds of things that will be a lot of effort, a lot of work, a lot of hassle, you know, take away the things that you truly want based on probably someone else's definition of successful. And so to me, the very first step in building a business that's going to be successful is to redefine success on your terms, because there is absolutely no point in building a business that feels awful, that you dread waking up to in the morning, that you can't keep up with, that you can't take a break from, and you're, you're going to end up burnt out, exhausted, and probably burning that to the ground, right? Because it's just not in alignment for you. It's not what you're meant to be doing. And sometimes it's not always logical what you're meant to be doing. Sometimes the, the direction is write a book. <laughs> I did that one. That might not have been the logical next step, but here we are. And my book is impacting, you know, thousands and thousands of people. And so it was the next step for me. It was the right step. It really helped me to clarify my message and to share how I transmuted my mess into more of a message. And in my book, I share about what I call the spiral stopper method, which is my my means of really coming into the present moment. It's about getting out of those thought and emotional spirals that can keep us distracted from doing the things that are really important to us. It's about, you know, getting our, our full machine back online so that we can use our creative powers instead of just letting the autopilot groundhog day every morning, same shit, different day roll on because frankly, life is way too short for that. <laughs> yeah, totally. So <clears throat> everything that you're talking about, I'm sure people are nodding their heads and being like, yes, this is awesome. Uh, it's really cool information. And Chrissy, you've been able to build a business around talking about this stuff, right? And sharing yeah. this stuff. It's so cool when you hear that. It's like, what? Because people hear it and they're like, ah, oh, it resonates. It's so cool. How did you get your first 
like handful of clients and kind of get the ball rolling with this business because a lot of people get stuck there. I was stuck there for a long time of like, how do I get, you know, first handful of clients and just to hear from someone who's been doing it, especially if I'm like, I love to do what Christy did is doing. Um, what, what did you do to kind of get the ball rolling with this business? Oh, there's, there's so many pieces really to this because yes, there is the outward actions that I took, you know, I started a podcast, I wrote a book, I did some things, I created this, you know, this cre credibility to the external world. I have been studying these things. I've read, I, I couldn't even put a number on hundreds of books on the topics and I really developed my knowledge around it. But was that the most important piece? Probably not. The most important piece was the relationship that I built with myself, right? It involved setting firm boundaries, knowing the things that I wanted to do and didn't want to do, trusting my intuition. And this is something that most people go about their business and they're, they're just doing like I was at the beginning. Whatever anybody else said was working was I was going to try it because I was looking for a quick fix, a solution. I wanted the answers. I wanted to know how to just make it happen. And what it took me, admittedly, maybe a little too long to figure out is that I didn't need answers from out there. I needed the answers from within here. And when I started to trust that I had my best interest in, in mind, go figure, right? I don't know why I was questioning that, but we do as humans, we just mm -hmm. think like, no, someone else must know better than me. What's right for me. I don't know. It's wild when you actually like say it like that and reflect back it. on it. You're like, oh shit. Like <laughs> really huh, what? <laughs> I really was really buying that one. Huh? How interesting. But we do, we buy our own stories. We buy our own beliefs. And most of the time, we don't stop to question. And so when we don't do that, we are not working with the full set of information. And when we're outsourcing what actually can't be outsourced, things like our happiness, our peace, our joy, our love, we're, we're simply looking in the wrong places for it. And so we're going to come up short. We're not going to find that answer. And so by building that relationship with self, by learning how to create that within yourself, you're going to build solid connections, solid relationships with, with other people, with money, with your body, with the internet, with the world at large, with the algorithm. Maybe, maybe not. Hard to say. That one's a little, little iffy, right? But by giving yourself this, this full directive power in your own life, you get to create what feels good. And when you do that, you can set the boundaries, you can build the business, you can create the containers that feel really, really aligned for you. And so aligned just means it feels harmonious. Like it's not, I don't really believe in like balance, like, you know, a scale has to be perfectly balanced. That's not how life is. We're always in motion. So how could it be perfectly balanced? But the goal is to create something that, that flows in harmony. And while most of the time we often like to look for things that are easy, things are not often easy at the start, but they become easy as we practice them. So just remembering that things at the start often feel difficult. It's our persistence and our consistency with those things that make them easy. And if we choose things that we love to do, and then they get even easier, then I think we've really hit the jackpot. Yeah. I think the, uh, the big thing is, yeah, you know, hearing from what you said about studying all the time, which is great. Uh, I heard something from Alex Ramosi in a video or in one of his books where he was like, if you don't know what to do next, then study. But when you know that I could do this, 
and you're like, this is the thing and it's resonating with you and you have electricity behind it, then it's about implementation and you just do it. Yeah. Because people and they, not getting your own way over it. Right. But they, they learn <laughs> something and then they're like, oh, I could totally do this, but I need to learn more. And then they yeah. read more stuff, but it's like, you know what you need to do. You just have to do it. That's like, people are like, I really want to get in shape, but you don't exercise. Your eating is total crap. You know, like you're not even drinking water. You're subsisting on 12 cups of coffee a day. I see you. Right. I right. see you out you know, there. But it's like, it's like, you know what yeah. you have to do. You have to ah. exercise, like move your body more, eat smaller portions like it's really basic stuff and it's the same thing when it comes to your business and if i i mean if i could give someone just one piece of advice that really helped me it's like have conversations there's a great yeah. book called the prosperous coach by rich litvin and steve chandler and it's all about how to get clients you know and just like get the ball rolling it's a really great book i don't agree with everything that they say in that but um, a lot of it is so true. And what they say is like, fill your days with conversations and just talking to people. And when you talk about what you do, like the stuff that you're talking, that you do, you know, stuff that I do, people get interested at some point because you're just having more and more conversations. And then they start asking you like, can we like talk about that? Or like, can you help me with that a little bit? I'd like to learn more, you know? And then that leads to another conversation. Eventually they're like, okay, how much is it to like pay for you just to help me with this? Cause I, I don't want to figure all this stuff out on my own. And that's, that's and that's just the thing. <laughs> it's really that simple though. It's like, just have a lot of conversations, talk about what you do. And I think that, you know, going back to, to kind of your work, Christy, when it comes to that, what was difficult for me for so long was owning the fact that this is what I do. Because if you don't own the fact that this is what you do, you're a relationship coach or a teacher or a mentor or a business coach or whatever it is, if you can't own that fact with confidence, no yeah. one else is going to believe you because if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you too. So you have to be your greatest advocate. Yep. And you know, like you said, really everything comes down to relationships. It is about building relationships. Again, I always say the first most important relationship that you are going to build is that one with yourself because it's going to impact every other relationship, right? And we have all kinds of patterns circulating. Like you did mention people pleasing. That's something I talk about a lot. We have these patterns circulating sort of in the background because in school, we were taught to listen and obey and do the things that our teachers told us and not color outside the lines and get the correct answer. And if we do all of that, we will get the validation that we need to prove our worth. And well, that whole thing is just all wrong because you're innately worthy for simply being born. I mean, take a freaking moment to just feel your breath coming in and out of your body. Your lungs have functioned for you every single moment that you have been alive. You're a freaking miracle. So when we start acting like we're the miracle that we are, now we are able to you know, build relationships with other people coming from this not needy place, this like unattached confidence, cool, calm, peaceful, collected, truly living in our, you know, our true nature, our intended state, which is to be happy, peaceful, joyous, blissful even. And all of the rest of it is just interference. It's stuff actually that we need to clear away and clean away. It's not it's not a matter of having to do more things or add more things or learn more things or have more experiences, although those are great for having the experience. That's what we're here to do. We're here to experience and to create and, and bring what might just be knowledge into lived experience through our senses. 
but we're not just here to do that. We're, we're here to be ourselves, to express ourselves, to, you know, be that full expression of ourselves requires us to let go of some of these rules that we may have picked up along the way. That mean we outsource things that are not meant to be outsourced and we bring back our power by collecting those things from within ourselves instead, and then letting it overflow into the world. Like to me, the greatest gift that I think I am able to give to my clients is simply a place where they can be fully themselves. It is essentially a big permission slip. There are no apologies required, right? There, there are no apologies for required for being emotional or for making mistakes or for being human. It's just a space where you can be completely yourself. And what we do together is explore those, those parts of you that are really uncomfortable to explore on your own. And because our brain actually really doesn't want to look at that, we tend to like, just be like, nope, there's nothing to see there. I see nothing. And we miss this very crucial information that can help us. And so by doing this inner work, by building this strong relationship with self, by discovering who we really, truly, authentically are and expressing that to the world, we're giving other people permission to do the same. We're giving other people permission to step out of the people-pleasing pattern to truly create something that they're proud of and feel really fulfilled by as well. Because we're not just here to pass the time. We're here to create an experience. And what we create is ultimately up to us. Love it. What a great close of the episode. Christy, we're going to start to wrap it up. Where can people learn more about you and get connected? Yeah, you can find all of my links, all of my amazing freebies, courses, mentorship packages, podcasts, book the whole deal at coachchristyholt.com. And I do have some, some great freebies out there if you're interested in learning a little bit more about the people pleasing or some hacks to building a stronger relationship with yourself so that you can transform all of those other relationships from the inside out all kinds of goodness. And actually this entire season of my podcast is diving deeper into that conversation. So I hope that you will also join me over there on the create your happy podcast season three for a little bit more relationship goodness. Awesome. We'll make sure that we put uh, a couple links or a link or two down in the description, at least get you over to Christy's website. Christy, thank you so much for the time for the listener. We talked about quite a bit of stuff and, um, hopefully you, you can pick up the message that we want you to have a permission slip to, to be you. And something that Chris, uh, Chrissy was saying was, you know, when you, when you're trying to grow a business like this, of you teaching stuff online, there's so many people who teach relationship stuff. There's so many people who teach online business like me. And it's like, why, why do people still choose me? Or why do people still choose Christy? It's because we share our personal experiences. And I've met people who are like, well, I, what if I'm not comfortable doing that? It's like, you better get over it because like, <laughs> You have to. That's your secret sauce. It's your secret sauce. It would make, yeah. It's what makes you different in how you can stand out in a quote unquote saturated niche because your story resonates with different people. Christy's story resonates with different people and you guys can be teaching the same stuff, but because you share your experience with this thing, uh, your experience with this chosen niche that you have of relationships or health or whatever it is, like you have such a unique story. So get out there and share it and be authentically you. I think that that's kind of the biggest takeaway that I would love you to take away from this. But all that being said, nothing's gonna happen until you get out there and make something happen. So take what you learned here, get out there, make something happen, and we will see you in the next one.